1: Hey everybody, welcome in. It is a uh, hot day in the capital city. We say hello to you. Jimmy B and Trent, you can always get in on the program at 264-1700. 264-1700, that's the phone number. And a uh, once again, uh, Trent has uh, jumped the shark here.
2: I jumped the shark already? Yeah, yeah. 25 seconds into the show? And
1: you're in. What did I do? Uh, A dynamite program for you. Uh, 12-25. Pat Hardy will join us. We'll uh, jump on a bunch of uh, Hawkeye topics, Mm -hmm. including the the little hoop games that are taking place over in Iowa City. All right. Uh, Nick Nelson will join us. We'll head up to Minneapolis, where your twins, how do you describe it
2: now? Well, they won last. Yeah, night. I, yeah, they broke that losing streak. They did, but Urban Santana wasn't very good. That's yeah. one of the two good pitchers that they have on the team. I, mean, I Think of a team that is still over five hundred. Yes, still holds the second wild card spot. Right. They have two starting pitchers that you can count on. <laughs> That's it. And one reliever <laughs> and Brandon Kinsler. That's all. That's I, it. I, know. I know, twelve thirteen man staff. Yeah. And then the guys that have called up, I and mean, we're talking twenty twenty two guys this year. Right. That have been with the big league team. You got three. Yeah. I think that goes to show you, though, how good they are offensively. Probably. And with the youth of that lineup, Buxton had a couple of hits last night. Woohoo! It, he was looking good. Snow with another homer. It's it's a fun team to watch, but boy, that pitching staff. And, and when Santana and he hasn't been very good lately, is it just some regression from what he was at the beginning of the year when he was ridiculously good? Uh, it'll be Barrios tonight. Mm-hmm. So you got, that, you, got, you got another chance to win. All right. And then you get back to the poo poo platter that <laughs> is your three, four, five is that starters. A, is
1: that a baseball term, <laughs> the poo poo platter? The
2: poo poo platter. Uh one <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, 2 o'clock. Mitch Sherman will join us. Uh, he's in Omaha. He is. He's covering the uh, College Baseball World Series. We'll talk a little about that. Uh, also, Nebraska losing. Keyshawn Johnson.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: the kid decides that he needs to clean his act up a little bit and he's going to leave school and then he says he's going to come back the first of the year.
2: Ah, oh, he's got the plan already, huh?
1: Well, that's. That's what they have stated. We'll talk to Mitch a little bit about
2: that. The shocker of all shocker, Keyshawn Johnson's kid, yes, doesn't have his head screwed on straight. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Who would have thought that one? Just give me the damn ball.
1: Uh, Two twenty-five. Chris Cotillo will join us as well. How you doing, pal? I'm all doing right? good. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. The Twins game put me in a good better mood. Last mood? Night. Okay, yeah, that was good. I
1: thought you might have got lucky last night or something. Oh, That's why you were in a good why, mood. Why are
2: you heading down that road? Why Be just careful over there? Well, you. Wednesday, that's the night for that.
1: Oh. <laughs> Wednesday's
2: the night. <laughs> got it. Okay, no, no, no no, 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 no. Okay, no, got no, it. do schedule stuff. You can't do that. can't schedule. No, no. No, no you can't do that's that. That's not the way. Yeah. yeah. Here's one thing I want yes. to talk about on the local angle. we got NBA draft coming up. We're going to be talking about we that. we got a lot of that and a lot
1: of shifting of players yep.
2: already. A lot going on there. Um, going to talk some PTL. I was thinking about the Capital City League uh-huh. and taking a look at the schedule and seeing when I was going to be able to get out. Uh, either at Southwoods or up in Ankeny as they play up there now right. uh, some of the time as well. And kind of, you know, just put the schedule together, seeing what's going to work sure, out. Sure, We want to see Cameron Laird. We were talking about that yesterday with Alex Halstead. But uh, then I see that the roster, the official roster for the year is out for Iowa State.
1: Okay, yes, I so, did see that as well. Uh, basketball roster. Basketball roster, yes. right. Yeah, so I'm,
2: I, I'm still looking for Cameron Laird. He's on the roster. <laughs> yes, that's good news. <laughs> So here's the roster as it's constructed. Now we do know they do have open scholarships. Yes. They still could bring somebody in. Could. Immediate eligibility. You know they they had the high school kid they were after. Right. Didn't end up going their way. I believe he committed to Wichita yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. But there's still things that can happen. But as you look at this roster today, hmm And you go through Nick Weiler, Bam. Yes. Donovan Jackson. Solomon Young. Yeah. Those are the three guys coming back that we at least know. We've seen on the court we've seen for them play. Iowa State. Yes. Part two. Yes. Michael Jacobson, Mariel Shayok. We know that we know those guys can play because we saw them play. But we won't see them play this year Correct. for Iowa State. And then you get into the newcomers. Lindell Wiggington, we're all excited about yes. we think he's going to be a good player right away. Mm-hmm. I think Donovan Jackson and him in the backcourt. That's going to help Wiggington having a veteran out there. A guy, yeah, I, I agree. You know, that's see, seen the battles in the Big 12 from a year ago, those kind of things. You get into the fifth-year guys, Hans Brace, Jeff Beverly. I think uh, I think expectations, at least the Cyclone fans that I've talked to, Jim, uh-huh. they have been pulled back just because of what happened last year with the fifth-year guys that they brought in. And, yeah. And they just didn't have the same kind of impact. You know, Bowie,
1: there was no DeAndre Kane.
2: Right, right. yeah. yeah there was nothing like that. There, it didn't have that high level. And I think because of that, and where Beverly and Brace both come from, yes, coming from Texas, San Antonio, coming from Princeton, respectively, that the expectations aren't too large. Terrence Lewis. But as I'm going through this roster, Jacoby Long played just a spot minutes last year as a freshman. Can they get anything out of him? Mm-hmm. Kind of feels like they almost have to at least be able, if he can provide him 8-12 good minutes a game, knock down some threes, you'd be in good shape. But as I'm going through, I just I was left with this thought. Okay. As you look at this roster, is it an NCAA tournament roster? It, does it have the look of a team that not, well, if this comes, just on paper, yes. because that's all it is right now. That's his paper. Is this an NCAA tournament team? And I don't think so. I, I really don't. I mean, Outside of all these things coming to – well, how what good? How, what if Jeff Beverly averages a double? Do- well, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. But the likelihood right. of that all is so. My slight.
1: question is then: How good is the Big Twelve going to be?
2: That's a good part and a big part of it. Absolutely, it is. Kansas, good. W- yes, we know. West Virginia, good. good. Top fifteen, good. yeah. I, yes. I really like. Yeah, Huggins what they has have. got it going yes, on. He yeah. does. Yeah. Then after that, TCU. We both like. We we really like TCU. I think you have to put Texas up there now. I think so. I think
1: so. But 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 they're kind of like Iowa State. They got some guys, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen them yet. Right, right. All right. So they're kind of on a similar plane. But, yes, I see where you're going with that. Oklahoma, those freshmen turned to
2: sophomores. Correct.
1: But Sh- should be much improved, but they don't scare you. They don't. They don't, they don't. they don't wow you. And then
2: you get into the Kansas State, same kind of thing. Right. You know, as a whole, there's a spot there for Iowa State. Absolutely. Can they get there? Yeah. And what's more likely? What's more likely that this team goes 7-11 and or that they go 11-7? and mm-hmm. I think it's the former. But the difference isn't that great. It's a couple of breaks. It's pulling a big upset at home that nobody anticipates. It's beating Kansas. It's beating West Virginia at home, something like that. Baylor, another team we haven't talked about. The Big 12, I think, is going to be maybe a step back from what it was a year ago. hmm But that's okay. And that, in the end, might prove to be a good thing for Iowa State. I uh, saw, I think it was Mike Green okay. over up at Iowa State. Iowa State, yeah. Who uh, we both have, have talked with oh, Mike. Oh, yeah, many times. Good guy to deal with. And somebody was talking about the non-conference schedule when it's coming out. They're very close, it sounds like. They're still waiting on, it's probably one of those exempt tournaments. You know, they also put different games that are in there, Correct. at least from what I was reading. That's what it sounded like. But putting together this schedule, and everybody's heard me complain about was non-conference right. scheduling under Fran McCaffrey, the bottom part of it. This is an important one for Iowa State. With all these new parts, with the freshman point guard in Wigington, mm-hmm. how you structure this non-conference schedule, I think is really important for Iowa State this year. More important than it's been really, obviously, the first two years that you had... Because he had so many veterans. He had so many guys that were around, you can, right. you can kind of do what you want to do. Because, you know, well, these guys have been through the battles. With this new group, you got to schedule the right way, or if not, you're going to dig yourself a deep hole. And, and then short of going 11-7 and seven in conference, right. sometimes you can't pull yourself out of it. And we saw that with Iowa last year. We did, yeah. Because... Yeah. They lost those games early on. They, they the lost to Nebraska, yeah. Omaha to, to a Memphis team that proved not to be very, very good. good. Mm-hmm. And because of that, even with a team that was five hundred in the Big Ten last year, it wasn't good enough to get in the NCAA tournament because they dug that hole. You wonder what's going to happen with Iowa State in that same one with all these new guys.
1: See that's, and and the other issue is is that on paper, as we have mentioned, they show promise, and they show potential. But potential gets coaches fired. Yes. Now yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna axe pro that's, right, right, that's 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 no. not happening. But we always laugh at that because potential means the coach is about ready to get axed yes. when you're trying to sell potential. And I'm with you. I, I think on paper it looks like they could be pretty decent, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen jack squat nothing. So we really don't know. That's why I said yesterday, they might be okay this coming season. Yeah. But I think next year, because the two guys that they already have waiting in the wings, we have already seen those guys play at high levels and know that they'll be dynamite once they hit the court. Right. And with the guys that would still be a carryover, now you've got yourself set up as a pretty good team. So... Like I said, this is going to be, it's the great unknown. Mm-hmm. Iowa fans, they pretty much know what they have.
2: Yeah, they got, it's a, it's they got, a lot they of got, guys. They got yeah.
1: those guys coming back. Yep. They saw them as freshmen, looked to be improved. You're bringing in two studs, both big guys, who can help. Most, My guess is both of them will help immediately, mm-hmm. and, they'll, and they'll get minutes. It, it looks e- that e- way. E- way. Yeah, it does, e- immediately.
2: Iowa State, we don't know. We don't know what Cameron Laird no. does. Uh, you know, another thing, Solomon he, Young. He, if he walked into the station, I couldn't tell you it was Camlin,
1: Cameron <laughs> well, Laird.
2: We don't have a whole lot of 6 eight guys that are running <laughs> around the building outside of Clint. So, that's it. Yeah, you're yeah, right. I, I, think, I think we'd probably figure it out very quickly. Hey, that's him. Yeah, absolutely. But, no, you're, you're right. And for the Iowa perspective, uh, as we're going to get another look at them coming up tomorrow night in the PTL, how do you divvy up those minutes, Jim? With the front court as stacked as it is, Cordell Pemsel not playing right now, but he's going to be back. Yes, Nicholas Bear. Who do you start in the five? How do you play the front court? I'll, I'll There's not you, depth in you the You know back who court. I'm
1: starting right now. From what I have heard from over there, my sources. mm Hmm. Creener.
2: Yeah, playing well he, again. This guy
1: is. He's going to another level. I think Hawk fans are going to be pleasantly surprised. He is. Fearless. He can shoot it. He can shoot it. He's
2: tough. He's a good rebounder. Doesn't,
1: doesn't back down. Yep. I, I got a feeling Creener is going to be a guy that's going to get lots of minutes.
2: Well, and they all have something. They all yes. have something a little bit different. Yes. And from the new guys with Nunji coming in, 6'11 can shoot it from the outside. Garza. But he, yep. He's thin. Yeah, and so people kind of equate it to Utah. No. he's he's got a little more inside than Utah did at least at this point in their career. I agree with you. He yes. can do a little more. He looks more comfortable defending in the post. Yes, something that Utah struggled with. You know, you got him. You got Garza coming in. He's he's not a prototypical jump out of the gym rim protector. He's not a leaper by any means. But he knows body position. He knows how to play. He absolutely does. Yeah. And at six foot eleven, he yeah. got that size going. The guy's coming back. Amad Wagner. I mean, elite level athlete. Yes, this is a guy that should be a tight end right now in the football. Could team. be. He is an elite level athlete. And if things start to click with him a little bit more offensively, you got a guy that's still just a junior. You're only senior on the team. Dom Ewell, a guy that was on his way to being an All Big Ten player two years ago, the wheels fell off, and then he completely regressed mm-hmm. last year. Maybe the light bulb finally clicks for him and goes back we'll on. You we'll know, Going into the year, and he starts knocking down shots like he did during his sophomore year. And things go that way. You just go through in this front court. There's so many different waves that they can throw at. Cordell Pempsil, the ultimate tough guy. The most talented of this group, Tyler Cook. Yes. Th- these are all forwards we're yes. talking about. Yeah, They're on one team. Jim, there's only 200 minutes in a game that's, that you can give that's to right. your players. That's it. How are you divvying this up? I, I,
1: that'll be a, a wonderful problem for the coaching staff.
2: A wonderful problem. And how do you keep everybody happy? That's the key. Uh-huh. That's the key right there. Right. Okay. And how with, you keep them happy. With a guy like Creaner, if he's not getting this dude, this fifteen, dude. twenty minutes a game, even you he gotta he's gotta be looking around saying, I'm a good player. Yeah. No, I could either go to an MVC school, but not just an MVC school. Oh, no, he could go got a lot of places. He could go
1: a lot of places.
2: And play and play well.
1: Because he's got he's got minutes. he's got skills. He does. He really does. Creener Creaner does have skills. Uh Iowa State quickly, once again, as we tell you that the Hawks have problems of minutes, which is always a good problem to have, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Prohm, he doesn't know who's going to capture minutes yet. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know that.
2: So he's he's like scratching his head going, wow. He's got nine eligible guys. He does. Not including walk-ons. As, Did uh, they just sign? Jack si- Hutchinson. Yeah, they just signed him. <laughs> comes in from Minnesota. yeah. Nine guys, and it feels like all nine of them at least have a pretty good chance of getting minutes, but it's the same kind of thing. How do you divvy those up? Who's the guy? And Prohm, he likes to compress that that rotation down a little he bit. He only more. likes to play
1: six or seven. Right. Yeah, He's not, he's not a 10-guy rotation kind of
2: coach. Doesn't go quite as deep exactly, as uh, Fran. <laughs> and Fran sometimes has to you know, because yeah. he just – that's the thing. Fran has built a roster where it is a lot of guys out there that feel like they should get minutes. Problem is, there's a lot of guys that get minutes, and there aren't minutes for 13 guys every year, and that's trouble that you run into. Well, Jim, with that, we'll talk some more basketball coming up here. Pat Hardy's going to join us at 1225. We'll talk Hawkeyes with him to kick things off from allhawkeyes.com. But before we get to that, Mm -hmm. let's take a look back at the world of sports from last night in case you missed it. I'm ready. And it's presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. We start things off as we go first to St. Louis and... The Phillies last night. 1-1. You go extra innings, Jim. Well, 2-1 game, maybe 3-1. Yeah, something like that. How about this? Okay. How about seven runs? (laughs) Seven runs in the 11th inning to win it 8-1. Two runners with nobody out, and Piscotti at the plate.
0: The pitch. A swing and a solid smash to the gap in right center. That ball gets down and goes to the wall. Carpenter is going to score. Dexter is going to score on the two-run double by Piscotti. In steps Molina. And Yadi with a drive. Deep left center. This may go. It's a goner. A two-run homer for Yadier Molina. Diaz is on for Tommy Pham. Whoa. This is out to deep left. Goodbye. Bam. A two-run shot. Carpenter batting for the second time in the 11th inning. There goes Huffman. The pitch. Carpenter rips it down the right field line. Fair. The ball goes to the corner. Huffman comes around third. He's going to score on the
2: double by Matt Carpenter with a seven run. There it is. A seven run Unbelievable. inning. And an 8-1 win for the Cardinals. Cardinals still five games under five hundred. What are the Cardinals going to do? You know, we've been talking about their cross-state brethren. Yeah, what's happening with Kansas City and the Royals playing well? The Cardinals are just uh, hitting. Moose miss. was on the loose
1: again last night. It's, um, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, when you, they're under five hundred by four or five games. Five games under. Five, right five games yep. under. Um, so they're still. In contact because we talk about it all the time. Nobody wants to win this division, at least not in late June.
2: But the way this team
1: is constructed, right? I don't think they can compete. Rebuild,
2: not a complete tear. No, down. it cannot
1: be. But it's not reload either. They're, they're no, going. They're, they're going. They're, they're, going, they're going ways be, away from they're that.
2: They're going to be in between reload and rebuild. Does that mean you do the unthinkable for many Cardinal fans and see? there's a buyer for y- Yadier Molina? I would think so. I think that's the spot you start, right?
1: He's uh, Who else would be? You know, Wainwright's
2: not bringing no, you, anything. Not you anything. No, he's
1: not going to get you anything now.
2: yadi's 34.
1: Yeah. Still plenty but valuable. He is plenty valuable. Probably has at least another two good years behind the plate.
2: Right. And I think he's got a, a pretty long-term deal in place. Yeah. I don't know how much he's worth to other teams compared to what he's worth for St. Louis. Correct. And that's maybe the problem you run into. We continue on, and we go to the Cardinals' big rival, that is the Cubs, Anthony Rizzo, starting things off. The leadoff man again, and continues with his third home run from the leadoff spot in seven games there at the top. And a drive out the center. It's deep. It's back.
0: That's a 14-game hitting streak for Rizzo. Seven games leading off. Homer, Homer, walk. Single, double, single. And tonight, another home run for
3: Anthony Rizzo.
2: The greatest leadoff hitter in baseball history. Of all time. (laughs) Self-proclaimed, and it's true. He cracks me up. Anthony Rizzo. Two in a row against the Padres. A lot better than the last time. For the Cubs fans, these two teams. Hey, look, we
1: said with the with the teams that they had coming in, including San Diego in this series, this is get well, Mm
2: -hmm. get well in a hurry for the Cubs, and they're taking advantage of it. We finished things up here up in Minnesota last night. A big third inning for the Twins got rolling, including this bomb, Jimmy B. It was at 500, but it was dang close. Kenny Vargas with a monster one, and and we're going to see the exit velocity here. You ready for it? I'm ready. That'll help. Ooh. Ooh. 114 off the Whoa. bat. Wow.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever seen a ball hit there.
2: <laughs> 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 Dick Brevers has been calling games uh, ever since Target Field was open back in 2010. I've seen a ball hit there. That was a bomb. It was 483. And, oh, boy, absolutely smoked. The Twins uh, hold on for the 9-7 victory last night. And end their losing skid after that rough series against the Indians over the weekend.
1: You know, it's uh, and Cody Bellinger out for the Dodgers once did again. It, did it
2: again? He did it
1: again. He's he's unbelievable. And and once again, the West Coast knows about him, and nobody else does. And here we I, are. I
2: wouldn't say nobody else
1: knows. Well, about him. I mean, hardcore. I think baseball everybody about people. baseball
2: knows who Cody Bellinger is. You'd be
1: you'd be surprised. the The thing that I have found. Really about baseball fans is they know their team. Yes, but it's they a know very the,
2: regionalized sport.
1: Yes, but they don't know anybody else. Pretty. I'm. I'm just saying, they they know their club. They have a pretty good handle on the teams that are in the division, and that's it.
2: But people and know who Cody Bellinger is. We do. If you're talking about a middle reliever, I might agree with you. If you're a baseball fan, you know Cody Bellinger. I bet twenty-two I homers could, in fifty-two I bet, we
1: could, I bet we could light up the phone lines.
2: Uh huh. And we could
1: play a highlight of Cody Bellinger, and they'd go, what team does he play for?
2: Maybe we'll do that later. Right now, we're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, Pat Hardy's going to join us. We'll talk Hawkeyes with him. That was in case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Give them a call today. Small leak all the way to a complete re-roof. They can do the job for you. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. We're back in a moment.
0: 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and DC. Noon to three sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG.
4: Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realized we are always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found LaCasey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options LaCasey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. LaCasey Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for, and affordable pricing. Visit LaCasey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Likese. Casey, and you will be too.
0: Attention landowners. Want to know what your farm is worth? At Iowa Land Company, our team of blue-collar land experts combine years of real estate experience with the latest marketing innovations to give you a modern real estate service unmatched in the Hawkeye State. We're a farmland real estate company, and helping connect buyers and sellers of Iowa land is our specialty. Give us a call at 641-443-2584 or visit us online at iowalandcompany.com for a free farmland evaluation. Not available in all states. Hey, Tracy. Heard you started your own business.
4: Hey, James. Yep. Started my own Reese and frozen yogurt vending franchise. It's the latest revolution in healthy frozen yogurt. My robots... Wait, your robots? Yep, robots. Each one of my Froyo robots delivers seven flavors of delicious and healthy frozen yogurt to customers within 60 seconds. I have robots at high-traffic locations like malls and theaters. It was the easiest business decision I've ever made. And this is a franchise? Absolutely. Reese and provided all the tools necessary to start. Access to premium product, local technical support, franchise coaching. They secured me these amazing locations. Now my robots do all the work for me, allowing me more time for myself.
0: And the robots do the work.
4: Yep, they work so I don't have to. Each robot only takes two to three hours of maintenance a week and part-time packages are available, which opens this opportunity up to everyone.
0: How can I get my own robots?
4: It's easy. Simply go to froyofranchising.com, enter promo code 2525, and submit your information. That's froyofranchising.com, promo code 2525. (laughs)
0: See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 K BGG, Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back in. We roll till three today. Last time we spoke to this gentleman, and I say that lightly, uh, this gentleman, he was at McDonald's. Right trying to order, uh, and it was pretty funny.
2: Well, this time he's not. At he, oh, he's not there. He was driving by it, he says, "Okay," but he's not there. <laughs>
1: Pat Hardy is our guest, com. If you need to know anything about the Hawks, Pat has got it for you. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Pat. Hello, Pat. Can you hear me? Yep, now we got you. Okay, sorry about that. How you doing? We're doing great. We thought you might have been at the clown mouth, ready to order again.
3: No, but I am literally driving right by that McDonald's right now. <laughs> I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to pay my utility bill okay, right now. Okay, good for you.
2: Good for you. Paying those bills always important. Well, uh, there are no bills to be paid for the Iowa basketball team, but a, a lot of questions that are out there about this team, and and frankly. How Fran McCaffrey's going to figure out how to divvy up the minutes? You got a first look at Jack Dunge along with Luca Garza, the two incoming freshmen. Two more big guys to throw up in that front court. The back court, there just aren't a whole lot of options. You know, Bohannon's going to play a ton. Yep. I figure Isaiah Moss is going to play a ton. We'll kind of see after that. In the front court, how are you divvy up these minutes for this team?
3: That's a good question. And I'm not one that believes that you can have too many. I know when they struggled a little bit. Some people said France should shorten the rotation. France is going to play who deserves to play. And I think you can argue pros and cons with that system. I, Garza and Nungi both will play just because they're different than what Iowa has. They're, Nungi's at least 6'11. He may be even a little taller than that. Garza's 6'10 and they just bring a dimension to the team that they don't have. And I just think they're, I just think they're both going to play. I just, I think France going to figure out a way. I mean, there may be players like Ahmad Wagner whose minutes get cut a little bit. The other guy to not watch to overlook, and I wrote about this yesterday, is Ryan Creener. His ability to shoot is going to earn him minutes in that rotation. If he struggles in other areas, he can shoot. He looks like he's in better shape than last year. And I just have a feeling that Creener and those two big guys are going to play significant roles this year. How Fran does it, I'm not sure.
1: I, I'm with you on Creener. To me, he's the guy that is going to have the biggest upside from his first season to his next season, are you down with that or not? I'm
3: down with that because I'm always biased with people who can shoot, and Kriner's one of these guys. He acts like he acts like every shot he takes is going in. I yep. mean, he's got a. And there were times last year where I think maybe he took some bad shots. I don't care though. That shows that he's not overwhelmed by the moment. I really do think. And Fran, we had Fran on the radio a while back, and he said that with his way of thinking. If you can put the ball in the basket, he's willing to overlook other things. In other words, if you're not the greatest defensive player, but you can score, he'll play. I mean, look at Peter Jock. I mean, Peter yeah. Jock was never a good defensive player, but he was so good on offense that he had to play. And I think Kreener is going to be the same way. Nungie and Gleisler, what I like about them, they're both big, but they're different types of players. They complement each other really well. Nungie's a bigger Jared Utoff. He's not near as skilled, obviously, at this point, but he's got the Jared Utoff approach to playing basketball.
2: Well, and it sounds like Nungi, at least at this point in his career, might be a little bit more comfortable playing inside, where at times, Utah, the physicality could take him out of games. There were some guys that he just couldn't effectively guard inside because of that strength component. Nungi is lanky, like Utah always was throughout already his career. bigger than Utah. He's right. already bigger than Utah. Right, already big. I mean, so, so it's safe to say he'll be more comfortable playing inside, back to the basket at times if need be too.
3: At times if he has to, but I think ultimately he'll be more comfortable kind of roaming a little bit on the perimeter. He's gonna to have to play inside. He's seven feet tall. He's gonna have I mean he's I mean that's the thing that stood out to me the most at prime time over anything was how tall Jack Nungie was. Because Matt Whitesell, the IOS ID for basketball is a legitimate six nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Nungy towered over him. Wow. He was at least he was at least a half an inch taller than Garza too, who's wow. listed at six ten. Nungy's six eleven, maybe six eleven and a half. I okay. mean and he's and he's got good perimeter skills, but it's been a while since they've had two kids this big, this skilled to come in. And like you guys said, they are joining a loaded front court. But Fran's not worried about that. Fran's not worried about minutes and this. Fran takes it game by game. Hey, whoever deserves to play is going to play. And he'll just let the results be. And he's not going to overreact if they play well. He's not going to overreact if they struggle. That's just how Fran is.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. And to be honest with you, uh, coaching staff. That's their job. That's why they make the millions of dollars that they
3: make to and then we to in the media, we out. overreact. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then we all overreact to everything good and bad. That's what we do in the media. Yeah. And that's why we make the thousands of dollars in the media. <laughs>
1: well, you, could, you, you might make that. I'm, of I dollars, give, I hundreds $10. of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. Ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah, Dozens no, of dollars. About it. I'm, I'm, the guy sh- I'm the guy shopping at McDonald's.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Hart you know and on the Draft House 50 hotline. Hey, uh, Pat, let's talk about the backcourt there. Bohannon Hannon uh, looks like, uh, I was reading a report that he's added a little bit of uh, that floater runner to his game. That's something that he's been working on. We know he's going to play, what, 32, 34 minutes a game. Who's the backup point guard? Is it still Christian Williams? Could Macy Bailey, uh, Daly play there a little bit? We saw Ellingson when there was an injury to Williams last year. Who is going to get the few minutes that are available there as that backup point guard?
3: My guess would be Christian Williams, and I just will say they don't have a backup point guard per se. They don't. Christian Williams, you thought, was going to be. I just don't see it. I mean, he'll be a backup point guard. Christian Williams, to me, is going to have to try to earn his minutes with Bohannon, giving him a defensive and passing presence. He's working hard on his perimeter jump shot this summer. It'll improve some, possibly, but if you're still working on your jump shot this late in your career, to me, it's not going to get that much better. Williams is going to earn minutes by protecting the basketball, and defending multiple positions. I don't think he's ever going to earn minutes based on his offense. Mm-hmm. And as far as the backup point, they really don't have one. Macy Daly's growing an inch. He's now 6'7". He's talking about trying to help it small forward in addition to shooting guard. I think he thinks he's got a better chance for minutes that way. And with Bohannon, he's going to play 30-35, to 35, and he's another guy. Struggles on defense, but he's such a good shooter that they have to play him. They can't rest him because he makes shots.
1: Pat Hardy is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Pat, I'm real curious. Do you see, because of what Fran McCaffrey has added in talent, do you see him tinkering with the style of play at all, or is it going no. to remain the same?
3: Remain the same. I, I just think if Fran is who he is, he's going to still emphasize the things. He's going to want to get up and run. He's going to give them the freedom to shoot. He's going to... I mean, everyone talks about, well, really he only plays man to man deep. If you watch Fran, they rotate and change defense yeah, a lot. Do. They he, do. Fran will adjust to whatever circumstance, but I don't ever see Fran ever slowing the ball down. He's been, he's made it this far playing a certain way and he's got the players to play this way. I mean, they, in some ways, they might be a better team defensively without Pete. They might be. I mean, I mean, if you put Christian Williams in there or me or, um, Isaiah Moss at that shooting guard, and you have somebody else playing small forward at Nicholas Baird, they may improve on defense. Let's face it, Pete was not a very good defensive player. And I'm not saying he loafed on defense, but I don't think defense was ever a priority for Pete. And he had such a scoring responsibility that never really it never really had to be a priority for him. Mm-hmm. But, no, I don't, I don't see Fran changing his style. And I think with the amount of bodies he's got right now, I think they're going to run. Okay.
2: And with the tempo that Iowa likes to play off, uh, you can see that. No, you know, when you you look back at two years ago, they were 30th in the country in adjusted defense. Last year they dropped to 122nd, and we saw those deficiencies defensively and how they played out. You mentioned zone. Would it be impactful if Iowa, if Fran would go out and and talk to a Jim Behein about the way that they play because of the size that they have in Syracuse year after year? They always have a ton of length, and it makes that matchup zone so difficult. Where they would find that maybe a one-three-one, whatever it is, and have that be the the impact zone defense that they play when they do switch defenses. Could you see Fran doing something like that and having a zone that they go to a lot more than the others?
3: I could possibly see Fran doing I don't know if it would be Jim Bayheim or who, but no. I don't see Fran being one of these guys who's above going to other people for help. And the one thing they're going to have is they did have the two years ago, they're going to have guys protecting the rim again. They didn't have that last year. They didn't have a six eleven, six ten guy like they did Woodbury the four years before that. They're going to have that with Garza and Nuggets. They'll have some size. To me, that may help them with points in the paint. They struggled with that last year because they did not have a rim protector. But, no, I think Fran will do anything he thinks that will help him win within the rules. And if that means going out to visit with somebody about how to play a better zone defense, I could see him doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's It's interesting, the concepts, because last year I saw him play a 2-3 zone. I saw him go 3-2. And I saw him go one three one. So he is not opposed to, as you mentioned, changing up defensively from time to time.
3: No, Fran will do whatever it takes in that moment to get by. Whether if it means playing thirteen guys and and having just a wild rotation guys coming in and out, if it works, he doesn't care. He doesn't care what we think. He doesn't. When we asked him, when they were struggling last year, there was a lot of pressure. Shorten. I mean, some people I think even wrote about it. Shorten your rotation. You got to pick eight guys. And Fran just like, no, I don't. And sooner or later, it worked itself out to where by the end of the year, they're playing pretty good basketball. Well, let's jump from
2: uh, the basketball side of things to a little football. It's a uh, recruiting period coming up, a big one, a big weekend coming up this weekend for Iowa. One of the biggest names, uh, John Wagner, from right here in uh, West Des Moines over at Dowling High School. Pat, uh, a place you know pretty well from back in the day, right?
3: I went there, but I do not know him, don't know (laughs) his family. And from what i have told, they're not like a traditional long-term Dowling family. I think they moved in at one time. So I don't know where this kid is as far as being a lifelong Hawkeye fan. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. got offers from all over. I'm not hearing any rumors anyway. Oh, he's a lock Iowa. Oh, no, blah, blah, blah. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, this is another big weekend. It's to the point now where... Is there not a big weekend with recruiting anymore? It just yeah, right. seems like every weekend. I mean, we're reading about guys getting ready to take their third visit to Iowa. Then they visit and they love their visits. It's just a never-ending cycle of visits and coverage. And But this is a big one. It's a big barbecue weekend. And when you get guys like Wagner up there, I mean, if they don't get him, fans are going to be upset because that will be another big stud recruitment in-state. That got away, but I haven't got a vibe either way on him. I don't, don't okay. like I said, I have not had anyone tell me either way where I was standing. Yeah.
1: Do you that. know Do you know some of the other big-name teams that are after him?
3: Well, you name it, and he's got offers. I mean, Oklahoma, Ohio State, his offer, Everybody. Florida, his offer, yeah. LSU, he's pretty much got the A.J. Epinesa list of offers.
1: Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, it's
3: not going to be easy. It's going to be, but to get guys like that, it shouldn't be easy. It's, it's not easy to get four- and five-star recruits because other, mm-hmm. other schools want them, too.
2: Well, and another guy, though he's not in the 2018 class, the 2019 class. Quarterback that I've seen quite a bit uh playing the Central Iowa teams from over in Western Iowa over at Lewis Central, and that's Max Dugan. Uh, saw him for the first time playing against Valley when he was a freshman. Boy, he looked the part then. Penn State's now involved. It is a big-time offer list. Nebraska for the kid from over in Council Bluffs. Impactful. And the quarterback position, we don't see guys like this come around here the state of Iowa very often. How important is Max Dugan to the future of Iowa football?
3: Oh, he's huge for a lot of reasons. image, momentum, but on the field, too. I've seen enough of him on video. He's a legitimate dual threat who's a legitimate 6'1", 6'2". And I just wrote something a couple weeks ago. Other than Ryan Driscoll from Linmar back in the early 90s, I can't think of another Iowa quarterback who has near this kid's offer list. And this kid's only going into his junior year. When he's done, he'll be the most heavily recruited quarterback in the history of the state of iowa i think without question he may be number two already driscoll had a lot of offers florida state illinois ucla notre dame iowa and ironically he came to iowa and i think he only started a couple games he never i think he got beat out by matt sherman but yes max duke is on course to be the most heavily recruited quarterback to come out of this state iowa's been in on him early he likes iowa He's right there in Nebraska territory, but he didn't grow up a huge Nebraska fan. I know he's a big Notre Dame fan. I know that. They have not offered yet, but I think mm-hmm. they're close to offering. He's already visited there. His dad's his high school football coach, so you know he's getting good advice. Iowa's doing what they can. They're in on him early. They're staying involved, and now we'll just have to wait and see. But he's definitely the real deal. And I've heard he's a really good kid, too, real good yeah. head on his shoulders.
2: Yeah, I, I've talked to Max uh, before after a baseball game a year ago. He is. He's You can tell a kid that that understands everything. And you know how important Pat is. You've been following recruiting now for a while. You understand the importance of the quarterback and what they can do. Of building a recruiting class, getting his, uh, uh, him to, to verbal at this point in time that could help out for the rest of that 2019 class, even the 2018 class.
3: Oh, I'm sure they would love to get a verbal from him right now, but I just, I'd be surprised if it happened right now because I yeah. think he's saying to himself, "Wow, this is just starting. Where's this going to end? Let's let's wait this thing out. Iowa's not going anywhere." I like him. I'm in a good position with him, but let's wait and see how this thing evolves. That's kind of where I – but, you know, maybe he'll come here this weekend and commit. I would be surprised based on what I'm hearing, but you you never know with recruiting.
2: Last thing, Pat, before we let you run, we're about a month away from Big Ten Media Days over in Chicago. Who are the three Hawkeyes in your mind that will make the trip over with Kirk Ferentz?
3: Jewel, Welsh, and let's see, and maybe Akram – Akram, Jewell, and Welsh, I would guess. Okay. Definitely Josie Jewell, and definitely Sean Welsh, I would think. Okay.
2: And let's hope it's and, Akram so we can get some good quotes, right?
3: Yeah, I would think it would be Akram, because I'm trying to think of other senior, Miles Taylor, but he would, you don't want all, you don't, what, I, I would rather have Akram. I, yeah, definitely go Sean Welsh and Josie Jewell. I would be stunned if those two, and my 3rd I'll say Akram. Oh, I'll right. say it's Akram and... We'll see. Akron will be good, and that's a good way to start building Akron's pro for the season. Because mm-hmm. let's face it; I mean, if he stays healthy and they can run, he's going to have a big year.
1: Before we get to the guys back on the field, do you have in your mind a pick who will be the starting quarterback in game one against
3: Wyoming? I'm going to guess Stanley, just because he beat Wiggers out last year, okay. and he beat him out last year during a three week window now granted it was a defensive offensive coordinator judging the quarterbacks but Kerr has the ultimate say I think it'll be Stanley and just based on the fact that he did it before and I think deep down still the Iowa coaches know I think they're just trying to keep both quarterbacks engaged you named Stanley the quarterback last year What if winners leaves mm-hmm. then you're down to two scholarship quarterbacks after Drew Cook leaves and then a redshirt freshman coming in they have to keep these quarterbacks happy The question to me though is What's going to happen to Ryan Boyle? I mean, is he just going to be content being the number three quarterback in Iowa for the rest of his career? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I thought and i have been having a bunch of Daly people tell me he was leaving, but I've heard nothing, and we're halfway through the summer. So, I mean, to me, Boyle's the weird one in this thing, because I'm just not sure how or when or if he's ever going to play. But Stanley would be my bet right now, but based solely on the fact he beat Wiggers out last year. Okay.
2: Good stuff, Pat. Enjoy lunch today. It won't be McDonald's. You've already hit your uh, your requisite for the month, so next month it'll be Mickey yeah, D's. Yeah,
3: definitely, definitely not McDonald's Day. No <laughs> knock on McDonald's, but once a month. Once a month. <laughs> Thanks,
2: Pat.
1: We'll talk to you. All right, guys. You. Have a good day. See you, see you, Pat Hardy. AllHawkeyes.com. It's a great read. That's where you need to go to get your hockey information. Jimmy B and TC right here, the Big Talkers seventeen hundred.
0: News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com.
2: Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free... Estimate Wolf Construction Roofing 515 216 3643. That's 515 216 3643. And online wolfconstruction.net. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said It blocks the, yeah you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, <laughs> it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, uh, uh, it's—it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, My underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin.
5: Get to JCPenney for our 4th of July sale. Save up to 40% on major appliances from brands like LG, GE, and Samsung. Plus, get up to a $500 Visa prepaid card when you purchase more appliances. And get 30-month special financing on purchases with your JCPenney credit card. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Available in select stores. Some terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Financing term: balance 621 to 712 on purchases of 7 dollars or more. Must request a time of purchase. Subject to credit approval minimum monthly payments required when one visa prepaid card by mail as a rebate for address except in Rhode Island See store or gcp.com/ appliances for details
1: you can't get any fresher than your own vegetable garden right now at the Home Depot one gallon bonnie veggies and herbs are not only as fresh as you can get but you can get three of them for only 12 bucks That's not only thinking green that's saving green so pass the salad and stop and smell the rosemary it's easy when you fill your cart with one-gallon Bonnie Veggies and Herbs. Three for just 12 bucks Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid to July 4th, Continental, U.S. only.
0: See store for details. 1700 KBGG is your home for big sports. There's no place like home on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. What's up? It's Bill Ryder, back in Des Moines. Lived there for a decade, got married in Des Moines. Thrilled to be talking about your favorite sports teams, With your favorite players, 5 to 9 p.m.
1: on your station with all the big games, 1700 KBGG.
0: Big news, big talk, and big sports on 1700 KBGG.
1: Draft House Fifty has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads,
2: and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House Fifty—a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House Fifty, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
0: $480 for TV, $100 for internet, equipment, non return on their face and conditions. Apply. Call for details. Offer ends 12117. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back. We continue all the way till 3 o'clock today. 120. Uh, we'll head north and talk to uh, Nick Nelson, Twins Daily. Get the latest on the Twins. We'll also check in with him a little bit on the Minnesota Timberwolves as we get ready for tomorrow's big NBA draft Mm -hmm. extravaganza. Man, oh man, players are on the move. Yes. This has been like lunacy with what the NBA is doing right now with teams trying to shuffle and make more cap space and Paul George and Jimmy Butler and Let's go to Butler and and your and your hero Timothy Mosgoth. What's that? Yeah, you want to
2: you want to go to Butler? Okay. Let's talk about Jimmy Butler. Okay. So the report comes out late yesterday afternoon, early evening. The Jimmy Butler prefers to stay in Chicago. Yes. As opposed to go to Cleveland. Uh huh. We know that his relationship with Fred Hoiberg has been rough. I'd say so-so. Rocky. Yeah, that's fair.
1: I don't think they detest each other. I just think it's bumpy.
2: The Bulls are, at best, a fringe playoff team? At the moment, absolutely. Yet he wants to stay there as opposed to go play with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving? I'll be out, Jim. I'm confused. B.S. B.S. news?
1: It's fake news
2: fake news. Yes, it's an all it's
1: it's an alternative uh, fact. It's fake news How so? and an and an alternative fact because joking aside, but if if Butler is, you don't believe that 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 I, is true? I I don't think it's true. I think I think Butler would take that deal if they could cut some sort of deal. I my guess is the asking price for Butler is too high. Okay. So then it comes back I feel like I'm doing used cars. Remember that movie? That's too effing high. I don't know Never, never saw the movie Used Cars. Okay. That's too high. Um I th- I think the price was too steep.
2: So it was they were asking too much. Yes. Cleveland said we're not giving up that for Jimmy Butler. Correct. And then this leads to Butler in a way for him kind of to save, save face. Safe
1: face says, hey, look, I really want to stay here. I want okay. to bring an Eastern All Conference. Right. You notice he didn't say w, uh, uh, NBA title. He said, I want to bring an Eastern Conference title here.
2: Well, because he knows it's impossible. He, yeah, it's
1: impossible <laughs> to beat Cleveland. No, to beat Golden State. Well, that too. Yeah. So I, I, think it's, I think it was a way for him or his agent, whoever let that go, uh-huh. uh, to kind of save face on that a little bit. Look. We talked about this, and we'll have Ken Silverstein on tomorrow, who's based in Cleveland. And they're 28 million or almost 29 million over the cap mm-hmm. right now. Yep. They have no general manager. Mm-hmm. They didn't re sign David Griffin, a guy who put the pieces of the puzzle together with LeBron and brought them an NBA championship. In spectacular fashion. As we all know, they came back from 3-1 down. So I think Cleveland right now is adrift in the sea as far as the front office is concerned. And I don't think because it was Griffin who was working on that deal Mm -hmm. with Chicago for Butler and then got the heave-ho. I think that's how it all fell apart. I think that's what happened, and without I know they're talking to Chauncey Billups. Yeah, but 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 Billups. I I I know they're talking to Chauncey, but do you just have a stroke over there? No, that's the way they used to introduce him at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Chauncey, but, 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 Billups, like that. That was the way he was introduced you by sure he didn't have a stroke? No, by okay, the PA okay. announcer. Good. Yeah, when he played for the Pistons. Um. Uh, I just know this stuff because I did games there, so I know how they introduced him. At any rate, the the thing about Cleveland, as we speak at the moment, they don't have a first round draft choice, mm-hmm. so they're kind of like lost in space at the moment, and so they're going to try to continue to maneuver if they can. And look, you got to have a partner, right? You right. can't you can't dance without the partner. And they don't have any right now. And I just think that with what happened in Cleveland's front office, that blew up the Jimmy Butler deal, at least
2: for the moment. So we know that Fultz is going one. Yes, that's true. Ball's going two. Yes, that's true. And the Celtics at three are either going to go Jason Tatum of Duke. Yes. Or Joshua Jackson of Kansas. That is correct. You have that pick. You have the ear of Danny Ainge. Yes. He says... I'm torn, Jimmy B. Yeah. I need, you're the deciding vote. Yeah. Jim Britson says draft. Josh Jackson. Going Josh Jackson.
1: The improvement Trent that he made from the beginning of the year
2: to the end of the season mm-hmm. was incredible. It was. Improved as a shooter. Yes. And I told you this story before the NCAA tournament that I'd heard about Bill Self. Mm-hmm. When Jackson came in, they knew the shot was funky. Yep. But Self went to him and said... We understand you're here for a year, not even a year. You're here for, let's see, October. Five months. Yeah. (laughs) We understand that we're not going to try to fix what you have. Mm -hmm. We're going to work with what you have, and you saw what happened. Now as this becomes his full-time job. Correct. And you're going to have a shot doctor that's going to be able to work with him game in and game out. The upside is immense. The ducking ability is incredible. Yes. I love Joshua Jackson. I do, too. I like Tatum is it, is it, mostly, I, more than most people, I, I think. I
1: like Tatum as well. Yeah. I just think Josh Jackson, because I saw him I so think many he be times. A star. Yes, I agree. I don't know
2: if Tatum can be a star. I think he, he could be a, very, a, good he's good be a very good player. And yes. maybe at his best, even a fringe all-star kind. You know, yeah. Top, yeah. Top 25, 30 Yeah, once player. in
1: a while, he gets picked on the all-star team. Yeah. Has a great seat. Yeah. But I could see Jackson going Perennial.
2: Right. Yes. Now, the downside might be higher for him. Could be. As opposed to Tatum. I yep. think that's what you play with here. But I'm with you. I'm going Jackson in that spot as well. Yeah, me too. All right, quick break. We're
1: coming right back. Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker, 1700. The
0: big games
1: play here.
0: Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Not available in all states. Hey, Tracy. Heard you started your own business.
4: Hey, James. Yep. Started my own Reese and Irvy's frozen yogurt vending franchise. It's the latest revolution in healthy frozen yogurt. My robots... Wait,
0: your robots?
4: Yep, robots. Each one of my Froyo robots delivers seven flavors of delicious and healthy frozen yogurt to customers within 60 seconds. I have robots at high-traffic locations like malls and theaters. It was the easiest business decision I've ever made. And this is a franchise? Absolutely. Reese and Irvy's provided all the tools necessary to start. Access to premium product, local technical support, franchise coaching, they secured me these amazing locations. Now my robots do all the work for me, allowing me more time for myself. And the
0: robots do the work.
4: Yep, they work so I don't have to. Each robot only takes two to three hours of maintenance a week and part-time packages are available, which opens this opportunity up to everyone.
0: How can I get my own
1: robots?
4: It's easy. Simply go to froyofranchising.com, enter promo code 2525 and submit your information. That's froyofranchising.com, promo code 2525.
0: This is Charles Osgood. Tax compliance can be a real pain for businesses. That's why I'd like to tell you about Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e commerce, and point of sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out how the good people at Avalara can help you at Avalara.com. That's A V A L A R A.com.
5: Get to JCPenney for our 4th of July sale. Save up to 40% on major appliances from brands like LG, GE, and Samsung. Plus, get up to a $500 Visa prepaid card when you purchase more appliances. And get 30-month special financing on purchases with your JCPenney credit card. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Available in select stores. Some terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Financing terms balance 621 to 712 on purchases of $799 or more. Must request a time of purchase. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. Limit one Visa prepaid card by mail as a rebate per address. except in Rhode Island. C store or jcp.com slash appliances for details
0: cricket has something epic for you an adventure like no other starring free select 4g lte smartphones when you switch and a 50 dollars bill credit even if you don't need a phone now in a store near you Cricket Wireless,
5: something to smile about. Select phones are Samsung Galaxy M2, Alcatel Street, CT Sonata 3 LG, Fortune for free phone and bill credit. Must switch number and activate service on at least $30 per month plan with activation fee up to $25. Bill credit requires two service payments within 45 days. Credit received within 60 days. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See store for details.
3: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR.